Even though this is a presidential election, there are many more candidates on the ballot besides the president. So go to Ballot Ready for a nonpartisan guide to your entire ballot. From there, you can compare candidates based on the stances on issues, biography, or endorsements, and then save your choice to use when you vote by mail or in the voting booth. You can even request your absentee ballot or make a plan to vote early or on Election Day. This election matters. So make sure you are ready and you vote and you vote informed. So visit go to ballot.org, enter your address to make sure that you vote and vote informed. And welcome to segment two of the PBL podcast. Thank you for joining. Of course, please join us on our website at the pblpodcast.com. All of our social media links are there. You can see all my tweets. Please, you know, check me out on Twitter. I, I tweet a lot. Interact with me on Twitter. It's the PBL podcast. Our social media handle, all of our social media is the PBL podcast. I'm on TikTok, as I mentioned earlier, quite a bit and uh, enjoy TikTok a lot. In the last month, we've had one well over 1 million views and you know and I have a lot of fun on TikTok I gotta admit but I understand people's reluctance to get on there until whatever is going to happen with Microsoft the Chinese Trump the government whatever uh, if you're not comfortable on TikTok I get it check it out on YouTube I'm putting them up on YouTube now and uh, please make sure that you subscribe 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 if Woody was here my dog's not here today that's two days in a row I don't have my dog I gotta change this anyway if Woody was here he would tell you subscribe 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 and then he would say woof all right second segment let's just do some real quick takes hey we had that tragic shooting and any shooting is tragic we had that shooting <coughs> up in uh, Wisconsin of Jacob Blake, right? You probably saw the video by now where he's walking around the car. Well, and, and then riots ensued just like clockwork. We got riots. Businesses burned down. Well, who is Jacob Blake? This is not a good guy. Uh, he has a history of assaulting officers and resisting arrest. Uh, there was also a warrant issued for him on 7-7 of 2020. Hey, that was last month. So for misdemeanor criminal trespass to a, to a dwelling with domestic abuse as a modifier. Felony third degree sexual assault with domestic abuse as a modifier. And misdemeanor disorderly contact conduct with domestic abuse as a modifier. The guy is not a good guy. Now the family... And, you know, this is tragic. I mean, apparently he's paralyzed now, uh, but he has a long checkered past of resisting arrest and being a bad guy. He's also had past charges for domestic abuse and a sex crime. One arrest from Race County I, Racine, I'm sorry, Racine County I, is described below where he was just arrest. And what it describes him is he was charged Monday. This is, uh, I don't have the date. I'm just reading from it. Uh, and, and Racine County Circuit Court with one felony count of resisting arrest, causing a soft tissue injury to a police officer, and one misdemeanor count each of carrying a concealed weapon, carrying a firearm while intoxicated, endangering safety use of a dangerous weapon, um, and disorderly conduct. I mean, this is the guy that now two people are dead over, two other people. The ensuing riots, three people were shot, two were dead. So 
from his interaction with the police officers, people died. Now, this is his interaction. If you saw the video, you saw him resisting arrest. You saw him walking away from the officers, and the officers tased him, and he kept walking. <sighs> you know, this, this narrative that the media, our useless media, is going to feed to you that all cops are racist is going to have dire consequences. And it is having dire consequences. If our media would just report the news versus the narrative, this nation would be so much better. Fake news is real. And our national media is a joke. They're useless, absolutely useless. If you want the real story, it's out there. And I always recommend that you, queer, you query, you, get, you question the story. And I, here's a little trick. When you're reading an, an article from ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, any of those news outlets, always, always read the last three paragraphs. That's typically where they put the real story. Never, ever rely on the first, second, and third paragraph as the complete story. I had a professor in college who is a PR manager once told me that that's what they do in their press releases for organizations because they realize, and this is what the media does, because they realize people are lazy and they won't read the whole article. So you put your narrative in the beginning and then you put the real story at the end because most cases people aren't reading the article. So tragic that this happened. Tragic that this guy had to make a decision to resist arrest, not the first time, but again, because this is what he's done in the past. Tragic that they tase him and he still keeps going. And tragic that it has to result in him being shot, now paralyzed, and our nation again is polarized. This is not going to help the Democrats. I know they think it will, but it will not. Now, here is consequences from all of this Poor media reporting on the police. Yeah, are there bad cops? Absolutely, there's bad cops. Nobody denies that. Majority of police officers are absolutely wonderful people and are doing a thankless job that is dangerous. I mean, I was coming home uh, one morning after dropping my son off from school, and I saw a, an SUV with dark windows get pulled over by the police. And I thought to myself, that is one of the most dangerous things police officers do, is they don't know what's going to be inside that vehicle. They don't know how that occupant is going to act, react. They don't know if that person has a weapon. They don't know if that person is intoxicated. They don't know what's going to happen. Every traffic stop is dangerous. Now, the number one most dangerous um, activity of police is domestic calls, right? But so are traffic stops. Get this. Berkeley, California. You ever been to Berkeley? I used to live out in the Bay Area. Actually, like Berkeley. Used to, uh, as a kid, go to all these record stores and buy all these wonderful, wonderful used records. I mean, it, it's just you know, there's so much in that that city, but it's such a leftist ran city. Look at this headline: Berkeley will become first U.S. city to remove police from traffic stops. That's right, traffic stops. One of the most dangerous aspects or activities that police do is now being taken out of their hands and going to be put in the hands of some force, some civilian type force or some other government entity. They haven't even fleshed out how they're going to do this, but they want it to be overseen by the Department of Transportation. 
is going to oversee traffic enforcement. So the headline is, Berkeley would become the first U.S. city to remove police officers from traffic stop. A future headline will be, Berkeley would become the few, Berkeley is the first U.S. city to have a Department of Transportation personnel stop a car and get murdered. That's what's going to happen. Something is, somebody's going to die because of this. Because these, it's two things that are going to happen. Uh, one of these individuals who'd be working for the Department of Transportation that is now tasked with stopping cars, traffic stops, is going to get hurt, if not killed, by somebody in that car that is dangerous and that is a criminal. Now, the other thing that's going to happen, once they enact this, do you think criminals are going to stop? You know how many people are going to just stop stopping for traffic violations because it's not a police officer now? So those are the two residual outcomes that are going to happen from Berkeley doing this. And the first one is sad because somebody's going to get hurt. Just crazy, right? All right, here's a poll. From the, this is from the Hill. A poll. 68% approve of Trump's executive action on unemployment benefits, payroll tax, and evictions. 68%. This is a losing narrative for the Democrats because the Democrats keep trying to tell you that the one of the biggest issues is people being evicted from their apartment or their homes during the pandemic because of loss of income. Well, hold on. Trump is signed an executive order to stop that from happening. Uh-oh, that silences the Democrats. And then the Democrats are going to try to tell you that this is Trump gutting Social Security because payroll taxes go paid for Social Security. Well, hold on again. You watch what happens on this. Now, that payroll tax is supposed to be paid back. So I say supposed to be, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think there'll be a waiver and it'll be uh, waived off for everybody and they won't have to pay it back. But as it is right now with this executive order, they got to pay that back. How does that gut Social Security? It doesn't. It's just more nonsense from a nonsense group of people known as the left. Because everything on the left is orange man bad because the left have nothing. If it wasn't for the pandemic, oh my gosh. Can you imagine the contrast in in the conventions? Because right now, all the left have is Donald Trump's a racist, pandemic is his fault, and orange man bad. And in fact, they keep talking about how he's killed 170,000 people. He's not killed 170,000 people. He just hasn't. This disease, this virus that was released from us, to us, from the Chinese, yes, the Chinese, that's what killed this. Why don't, why doesn't the left point their finger at China. Well, because Donald Trump has. Can't do what Donald Trump does because orange man bad. If I agree with orange man, I'm helping him. I can't help him. I got to do everything I can to hurt this man, to prevent him from being elected because orange man bad. Just asinine the way the left thinks. Anyway, I'm going to end on uh, our favorite topic. And uh, everybody loves hearing about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. All right, two, two, I got two stories from her that are just, I mean, it's just hard. I just, she's a face palm at this point in time. I mean, woman is in the House of Congress. Here's the headline from the New York Post. AOC bemoans difficulty, being, difficulty of being taken seriously in makeup routine video. So she does one of, you know, she does these streaming videos. Um, and I, I think, was it? 
um, Periscope, I think is what she does them on. And she's bemoaning the difficulty of being taken seriously at her job while she's putting on makeup. Maybe if you are a serious person with serious thoughts. I mean, you want to eliminate cow farts, lady. You want your Green New Deal will shut down air travel. Maybe if you are serious about actually helping people instead of this far left nonsense that is so extreme that it'll crush businesses and crush the economy, maybe, just maybe, but you're not a serious person. And the other headline, AOC proposed, pro proposes progressives take elephant mascot for themselves, suggests fierce replacement for the GOP. Yep, yep, yep. The progressive New York lawmaker sparked plenty of eye rolls on Twitter after she posted her jab at Republicans and offered a new mascot pro proposal that essentially suggested the left just take elephants from Republicans. <laughs> I'm not making this up. I mean, this is real. Uh, Ocasio Cortez has ridiculed the GOP for not announcing a new platform as this year's Republican National Convention kickoff. Now they have a platform. They just adopted 2016. No new resolutions. So it's ridiculous that the left is trying to glom onto that. So they have a platform. But anyway, she goes on. The RNC has unanimously voted to forego the convention committee on platform in appreciation of the fact that it did not want a small contingent of delegates formulating a new platform without the breadth of perspectives within the ever-growing Republican movement. I, that's the resolution, I'm sorry, from the Republicans. That's what they're doing. So now here's what our uh, AOC, GOP 2020, we have no vision, no values, and no beliefs. And then she goes on, honestly, this is her tweeting, honestly, elephants deserve so much better than to be a mascot for this, meaning the GOP. And we don't like Trump's tweets, really? Uh, another tweet from AOC, here is my new mascot proposal. Progressives take elephants from Republicans because they are compassionate, empathetic creatures with nuanced social structures. General Dems can keep donkeys if desired. We can unite under that tent. Republicans are honey badgers. And she bemoans not being taken seriously. Thank you for listening to this episode of the PBL Podcast. Again, get over to our website, thepblpodcast.com. Click on our YouTube link. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Going to be putting up videos, uh, a lot of videos in the future. All my TikTok videos are going to be up there, so you don't have to go to TikTok to watch them. But please, pblpodcast.com. Click on the YouTube link. Subscribe subscribe, subscribe. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of the week. If you are going to watch the Republican National Committee convention, I do recommend C-SPAN. They do a wonderful, wonderful job. But then again, that would take you out of the ratings, wouldn't it? That would put you in the online sphere. All right. You guys have a wonderful rest of the day and wonderful rest of the week.